Welcome to So You Think That Was Good, Do You? A podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. My name is Evan, and this week we've watched a beloved film from my childhood. It is The Witches 1990. I watched this over and over again, so I'm really excited to get into it. As always, I am joined by Johnny. I'm so excited to get into this with you, mate. How are you doing? I'm recovering. I'm recovering from the fear. <laughs> it's ingrained in my brain from as a young boy uh, how scary this fucking film is. And spoiler alert, it's still pretty spoopy. It bloody well is. It, this did not feel like a kid's movie at all. <laughs> no, it's harrowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, great. Uh, I don't think I've forgotten anything. So let's get straight into the plots and not for the witches. While staying at a hotel in England with his grandmother, Helga, young Luke inadvertently spies on a convention of witches. The Grand High Witch reveals a plan to turn all children into mice through a magical formula. When they find that Luke has overheard, the witches test the formula on him. Now, with the help of Helga and the hotel manager, Mr. Stringer, Luke the mouse must fight back against the witches. Well, number one, I fucking crushed that for the most part. Well done, you. (laughs) Number two, (laughs) fuck off, does Mr. Stringer help anybody? He's only helping himself. Yes, he's the most self-centred character on the screen ever. (laughs) Yeah, he's, uh, he's, if anything, he's hindering their their fucking pursuit of, what what are they pursuing? Non-witches? Witchless? (laughs) A witchless world? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know about that, but yeah, it's uh, I guess the rest of it kind of. It's a convention of witches. I know it is, but it's they've got a special word, haven't they? I know they're at a convention. Oh, what is it? A, what did they call it? Um, well, they're a coven. A coven. Well, that's it. Yeah. So the let's go over this now because it's not really delved into in the plot. So the Grand High Witch. This is I've forgotten the actress's name. Uh, uh, Angelica Houston. Uh, yeah. Very famous, very, very sexy lady. Yeah, Not baby. to uh, demean any women. Uh, just, no. you know, a fantastic actor as <laughs> backtrack, well. Backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> um, she has come to the UK to address all of the witches in the UK, of which there are about 200. They're all at this convention. She's unhappy with the progress of how many children are being killed or dealt with. Uh, and that's the premise of all of that but it is very much set up like a convention at a hotel yeah like they all come yeah. with like the little business suits and everything and they all sit in that room <laughs> yeah and it all looks fairly uh fairly innocent doesn't it from the outside fairly innocent um well i'm not sure i would agree with that johnny they all look like <laughs> witches even when they're pretending to be humans they're doing a very bad job of blending in they all look ordinary, Evan. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm going to remember this time. Let's put a pin in that and get back to it later. <laughs> well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get into this, but... Uh, but will they ever? Uh, okay, well, let's get started with The Witches 1990. God, I'm so excited. I'm smiling, man. I've wanted to yeah, do this one for so long. <laughs> <laughs> So we begin off in Denmark, I believe, and we're at Grandma's house. Uh, she, her name was Helga, but I refer to her as Grandma all the way through because I don't remember her being called Helga in the movie at all. But to be fair, 
only her grandson talks to her. So fairly understandable. Yeah, yeah. So we're at Grandma's house. Uh, She's telling Luke, the the kid in this, uh, about the witches, which are actually real. uh, And she dealt with one when she was Luke's age. She's passing all this information on to him because she wants him to be prepared because they, mm. I tell you what, they bloody love killing children. And he is <laughs> very do. much a child. <laughs> um, yeah, witches hate children. They spend their lives plotting how to kill them. Uh, and then she also explains that she lost her thumb to a witch uh, when she was younger. Mm. So she got off lightly. Um, she tells Luke about Erica, a, a young girl who lived in her village in Denmark uh, when they were both young. Uh, and she was actually taken by a witch in the village and this is where things start to really ramp up because it's not like she just disappears. Later no. on, we go to her parents' house <laughs> and the kid has been trapped in a painting. And it's not like she's just stands still forever. She grows in ages on this painting and on this yeah. farm in the painting and then just dies. She just, just fades dies, away at some point. Turns into an old woman and then fades away. They say um, what makes that witch dangerous is that she doesn't look dangerous. And... I posit that she absolutely fucking does. She's got horribly like leather boiled hands and fingernails like claws. If I saw that woman in the street, I would avoid, not mainly because she was a witch, but she just looks fucking horrible. I'd be like, she's got leprosy or something. <laughs> <laughs> and leprosy is dangerous. So <laughs> We put them on islands for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so six weeks later, her father sees that she's trapped in this painting uh, and she grows older. She fades away. She's passing all this on to Luke, uh, Luke's grandmother. uh, So he's proper frightened of witches. Mm. Uh, Luke's parents are then like, okay, no more scary stories. That's enough from you, grandma. Uh, And they go out for the evening. And I cannot tell you how much this scene parallels Batman, where they're both like going out to the opera (laughs) or something. And you can tell straight away when they're saying goodbye. (laughs) that they are not coming back. They're a big, these guys are going to die vibes. (laughs) These guys are going to die vibes. (laughs) They're already in their, like, coffin suit. They're like, we're going out for a night on the town. Oh, wait. No, no. We're going off to a coffin. We're going Uh, out uh, for a knife on the the coffin. Oh, God, it started already, Evan. It started already. (laughs) Save that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well um so they go out and luke's grandmother he begs her even for one more scary story before bed one true scary story before bed and she says witches can smell children and they mm. smell horrible to them they smell like dogs droppings the dirtier a child is the harder it is for a witch to smell them you'd think that would become important later on in the plot but it doesn't it's just some nice little flavor for you right now yeah yeah so Kids smell like dog shit to witches. Yes. I, I'm at this point. I'm on the witches' side. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Kids stink. This is what I was thinking. Anyway, is <laughs> I don't know what a fresh child smells like, which I'm sure is a great relief to everybody listening right now. <laughs> I've only ever been near one when they're like running about in the muck, and they're like my cousin or something, and they're covered in filth. They yeah. must always smell. So yeah, thirties. Unless they're like just got out of the bath or the shower then they automatically just smell like food and (laughs) 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 fucking animals (laughs) oh they also just before um he goes to sleep they rub each other's noses which 
they do like a, an Eskimo kiss. Eskimo kiss, which yeah. Really rubbed me the wrong way. I did. I, I find that so odd. Yeah. Um, I don't come I from don't the know. most like outwardly affectionate family anyway. We're not even big huggers, so that's. that's yeah, I think much. this is a very British thing. Um, that kind of affection is built. I don't know what it's like in whatever the country. I said this was based in at the beginning. But uh, maybe they do yeah. that there. You said Denmark, but it's actually Norway. So. Norway. Ah, oh, goddamn. <laughs> Norway. Okay, my apologies. Are they not the same place? Uh, no, I know. I know. I know it's not. I'm sorry, everyone. Please, please don't tweet at me. <laughs> Get him. Get him. Well, well, bloody shocker. Luke's parents don't come home uh, in the morning when Luke goes in to check on them. They are fucking dead. Uh, apparently it was an accident. I thought I remembered mm. that they were killed by witches, but no, they just died in a car accident or something. Basically because the plot needs a reason for Luke to spend all his time with the grandmother so they can run into witches. Yeah, he, uh, I got Home Alone vibes from it as he come down. He came downstairs. Oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's like, Mom? Dad? <laughs> I made my family disappear? <laughs> <laughs> time to shoot some burglars. now for some convoluted reason i don't quite remember they moved to england even though luke is from america i think it's because his his grandmother said she had a house there but they're currently visiting her in norway at her house so i don't know how rich this lady is um i mean i'm guessing they're pretty well off as a family because his inheritance as it turns out is pretty good because they uh, Oh, they have a great holiday soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So I'm guessing they probably have a bit of money. If she's got two houses, but this is coming from the 90s where you could just tell the bank how much you earn and they'll be like, yeah, all right, have a mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, of course I earn £150,000 a year. (laughs) No, you don't need to see anything for it. I believe you. Take a loan. Yeah, she could just be up to her eyeballs in debt. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Well, not anymore. No, no. <laughs> that life insurance comes through very quickly because they leave yeah. immediately. <laughs> so um, Luke's playing in the treehouse at his new house in England and a woman who is just the most obvious witch they can be approaches him <laughs> and starts like trying to lure him out of the treehouse with a firstly a snake. Uh, for, her, for what your reasoning is, little boys like snakes. I I guess... I mean, I no. like snakes, but I wouldn't be lured out of a tree by one, by a lady holding it. I might no. approach one <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> it would make me climb further up into the tree. <laughs> Get rid of that fucking snake and then maybe we'll talk. <laughs> well, she does, because now she offers him a little bit of chocolate, but uh, he he knows what she's up to. He knows she's a witch. She's seen like her purple eyes. He starts calling for Granny. She doesn't come. She taunts him a bit more. But eventually, Grandma comes out of the house, and uh, the witch pisses off because she's lost her opportunity. Although I will say, <laughs> I don't know why she's pissed off because she is a powerful being, as yeah. is proved later on in the movie. She could just fry Grandma if she wanted to. <laughs> what what's this old woman got on her? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Can't touch her. She's she's part of some old like. I thought that she was like going to be a good witch. So did I. Or something yeah. like that, because she's she seems like a a nice old lady. But yeah, apparently not. Floss brought up a good thing saying that um, if you're trying to be like under the radar, don't go around trying to give give kids snakes 
because a that's fucking weird and b people will talk about that especially in a village like that's <laughs> that is an excellent thing to touch on we've discussed this before god we always bring up nonsense man but people are on constant nonce watch and yeah. in a small village it's so easy to get caught because for one he must be like the only kid there because <laughs> they're out in these sticks of england yeah. like something something sure that's where yeah. they are <laughs> and there's probably like 20 people who live there you can tell by the roads they walk on where it's just this tiny slither of pavement that was put yeah. in probably about a hundred years ago. <laughs> <clears throat> but this woman makes no effort at all not to be seen trying to lure a kid out of the tree uh, on the only road in the village. I'm positive. <laughs> I guess puppies and sweets is a newer thing. It must have been <laughs> yeah. a, a, a trial and error basis that they were working on. Cross snakes <laughs> off the list. <laughs> snakes don't work. <laughs> chocolate perhaps what else do little boys like <laughs> well we know they like snakes but that one's not working so <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need a palate cleanser we'll try puppies that doesn't work back to snakes <laughs> but i think they love eels as well, <laughs> well they kind of like snakes aren't they snakes of the sea <laughs> oh god all oh, right <laughs> moving along it's now luke's birthday uh, and Grandma has bought him two mice. Um, I'm not sure why they're part of this movie, but they're quite heavily referenced throughout. But the, the whole tale of this scene is that Grandma faints because she's got diabetes, which, I shit you not, <laughs> somebody refers to as diabetes in this movie. Yeah, Bruno diabetes. later on. <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah, doctor... Only mild. Only mild yes, diabetes, only mild. though. And we know it's mild because the doctor prescribes a holiday... Well, a weekend by the seaside, she says. So not even a full holiday. She's saying she must be someone that Grandma paid to convince Luke to spend some of his inheritance on a holiday. <laughs> yeah. Holidays do not cure diabetes. <laughs> Don't worry, it's only mild. You won't die from it. There's no reason to be worried. Ooh. It's a doctor's home visits as well. It's a bit of a bit of a who now. I can't even get a fucking a doctor's appointment at my local surgery. <laughs> I can't even visit them. <laughs> no, no, yeah, literally. I'll do the hard work. I'll come to you. You got to lure them out with a snake, mate. Doctors <laughs> love snakes. Was <laughs> oh, that little boys? Yeah. Oh. Interchangeable doctors and little boys. <laughs> Oh, well, they end up taking the holiday. They pop off down to the seaside. It doesn't matter where. Pick a coast in England. They all look the same. And they stay in a massive hotel. It's like an estately home hotel. You, mm. you don't see many of those about. So it is, it's a proper beautiful one. I'm sure it's a famous yeah. hotel, but I it couldn't tell you right. what it is. The Hotel Excelsior. That's what it's called. There we Not go. in real life, in this. But <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't sponsor the movie. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, Roald Dahl was British. He could have possibly written it at a hotel about a hotel he'd been to. He could. He is, but he is. I feel like he, his parents or something aren't because a name like Roald Dahl, I don't know enough about this, but I feel like he grew up in India or something. May maybe. Oh God, I should have googled this beforehand. Uh, he was Welsh. I, I oh, know was that. He? Yeah. I oh, have I majorly overstepped there? I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. we have like five things we can cling on to as a nationality, and I'm pretty sure Roald Dahl is one of them. Hang on, I'm having a look. Uh... Oh, his first language was Norwegian, apparently, which might explain 
that does why it was based this. in Norway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a Norwegian name apparently, but he was born in Wales in Landaff. There we go, half yeah. right, half wrong. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, not India at all. Here's a not very interesting <laughs> story, and I think I said this on our James and the Giant Peach episode last year. I met Royal Dahl's granddaughter. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. How old she? was she? old when I met her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went to see James and the Giant Peach at the theatre in Cardiff. Mm. I'm not even sure if it's there anymore. Uh, and she was there, just probably just so rich she doesn't there. really need to do anything, yeah. does she? So she just goes God, and sees her granddad's place. Yeah. yeah. I bet she's fucking loaded. Yeah. God, imagine. His books still sell now, so that, yeah. that family is... They don't have to work again. Well, fair enough. Why can't yeah. my granddad be rolled down? I'll bring that up next time I see him. <laughs> 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 well, as they arrive at the hotel, someone else arrives at the same time, and this is Miss Eva Ernst, and she's got a lot of attention on her. People are, like, swarming her on the way in. Mm. She's part of this convention that's on at the same time. And the owner of the hotel, who's played by Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Stringer, uh, also makes his introduction. Yeah. Uh, another little creepy thing happens here as well. Before they get in the elevator to go upstairs, she taps on a painting in the hallway, and it's a painting with a child in. So either she had been there before and done that, or recognised the work of another witch who had done it sort of as a tribute. Very That's creepy. what I was thinking. I'm, I'm guessing... Well, she might have done that at like a previous convention if they always have it there, but I'm, it's either that or it's like real recognize real. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. But, they um, do say that they have this convention yearly. Oh, right, yeah. I couldn't attest to whether or not it's at the same hotel each time. Yeah. And Rowan Atkinson, uh, unpopular opinion, but I don't really like him. Hey, buddy, it's not unpopular here. Me either. Oh, thank God. I don't know whether it's because of um, James Acaster. Is... <gasps> same, same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know, James Acaster, who is a favourite comedian uh, of yeah. us, and not yeah. to speak for you, Johnny, but I bloody no, love absolutely. him, and I know you must as well, was with a woman. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she was in the Windsor's spoof thing. She plays Kate Middleton in that. I only learned yeah. this the other day. And whilst doing a play with Rowan Atkinson, uh, got with Rowan, and James Acaster found out in the paper. <laughs> Not even <laughs> from her. <laughs> uh, well, he wrote a whole comedy special on it. Yeah, it was, it's really funny if people haven't Fantastic. watched it. Was it it's Cold the best Lazar one. I hate myself, cold lasagna. Oh, not that one. Um, okay, so it, sorry, I meant the one he wrote in response to it, so it's not so much about it. He doesn't refer to it as much in that one, but oh, he made this yeah, because yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. to him. It's the four-parter on Netflix. Repertoire. Like, repertoire. It is yeah. the best stand-up ever. We rewatched it recently. It's so Fantastic. good. Fantastic. Oh, not that he needs any shooters out here, but he's gone. No, he's a very brilliant. famous person. He released an album recently as well. He did. He's a music guy now. It's I'm, get, I'm going to see him weird. next month. Oh, yeah. We watched him last year and he was phenomenal. He was so fucking funny. Can't wait. I can't wait. Beautiful. Anyway, back to our own podcast. <laughs> 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 so the, uh, Grandma and Luke are up in their room and she, she wants to get freshened up. She's going to have a shower. She's going to unpack. She's an elderly lady. She needs to decompress mm. a little bit. But she knows Luke's a kid, so she tells him to go 
run around the hotel, explore a bit, and when she's done getting freshened up, he can, you know, take her, uh, show her around. Uh, yeah. Which is a sort of strange thing to tell your grandson to do when not a month ago you were telling him that witches are real when he should never go anywhere on his own. A bit juxtaposing to her original advice. But um, he does. Yeah. yeah, he just shoots off and gets into trouble immediately. Yeah. I mean, he, well, he runs into that boy, Bruno Jenkins, oh, doesn't he? Who is arguably... The most southern boy. Yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> he is... And a horrible little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Coming from a southern boy. Um, uh... <laughs> yeah, he's a... Uh, he's a child. I like it because his parents are entitled and they're like, I'm rich, you're not better than me. But mm. Bruno's clearly a boy who's been brought up in that household but doesn't yeah. understand why he feels better than other people. So he's actually still quite a sweet kid, but he yeah. is unbearable. He's, uh, the first thing he says to him is, how much pocket money do you get? My dad's rich, but he's very tight. We've got three cars. Yeah. <laughs> right, he mate. also has ADHD. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell you what, and he, diabetes. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he's got diabetes. He fucking can't stop eating. Every waking moment, he's looking for something to eat. It is an issue. He needs to get a handle on that. Handle. Props to him. Well... <laughs> He's going to have a lot smaller a stomach soon, so I think yeah. <laughs> someone's going to take care of that for him. Yeah, yeah. So after Luke has had a chance to meet uh, Bruno, Bruno Jenkins, uh, he and his grandmother go for tea in the hotel. And gran- Grandma recognises Eva, who's also sat in the dining room with them. She can't quite remember from where, but this is sort of alluding to Eva being the witch that stole Grandma's thumb. Which and is, it's never yeah. well it is alluded to a bit more in the movie because uh, Eva calls her an old adversary later on but it's never like just outright said that Eva is the one to do it and in the book uh, this is a bit of useless trivia for you that isn't hinted at at all oh right grandma does not know Eva in any way uh, other than from now <laughs> <laughs> but adversary itself lends itself to her having fought this witch yes doesn't right? that sound interesting yeah and she's lost her thumb in this battle. But if if she's the witch that stole her friend, whatever her name was, um, then she would have only been a little girl. So maybe she were, after that, she became like Vin Diesel in The Last Witch Hunter. Oh, yeah. Oh. That film is dreadful. But yeah. <laughs> I think I've only ever seen parts of it and that was enough for me to know that I didn't want to watch more. <laughs> it's so shit. It's so shit. Imagine Constantine. Oh, the, great um, movie. Great film, but imagine that really fucking shit and with Vin Diesel in it. You know, the more we talk about it, I think I've seen it all and I liked (laughs) it. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, in this situation, Eva is a bit distracted. She does seem to clock Grandma, but she's now also clocked a little Bruno, who's Mm. looking very appetising as a disgusting little boy. (laughs) Uh, But also, in no way is Eva, who is very famous, by the way. Everybody knows who she is. She's like a... An influencer of the time. She's probably in perfume or fashion or makeup or something like that. But she's in no way not trying to look like a diddler. Because she is glued to this boy across the room. Which is full of people. This is a popular (laughs) hotel. And it's not just witches there. Normal clientele are roaming around. (laughs) Yes, that's important to mention. It's full of (laughs) lots of people. There's about 
there is about 200 witches later on, but Eva sat at a table of maybe three, and the rest of the room are all people. You've got Bruno's parents there, you've got Grandma and Luke, and a bunch of other like guests we see hanging around, let alone the staff. Yeah, I mean, they have a duty of care to safeguard the, <laughs> the people staying there, and if they're, well, they're not doing their job properly, because this woman is obviously going to kidnap this boy. <laughs> <laughs> So we did skip over this scene because it nothing much really happens in it. But earlier on, Mr. Stringer, Rowan Atkinson, uh, was angry at Luke for having mice in the hotel. He brought his pet mice earlier from his birthday to the hotel for some reason. And he's told him to keep them out of sight. To Luke, that means go somewhere into a room that's empty, regardless of what that room <laughs> might be used for. Because Luke takes them to the conference hall, the convention hall, the... It's the big meeting hall in the hotel that's used for big events like this. Yeah. <laughs> Which he knows is on, because he just saw everyone who was coming to the event. He starts trying to train his mouse there, and people start to come in. So he goes and he hides in one of the back corners because he doesn't want to get caught. Uh, but unlucky for him, it's the witches. It is 200 witches <laughs> piling into the room. <laughs> that, is a, that is a sticky situation to be in. As someone who knows about witches... <laughs> and again has gone be, off on his own <laughs> I'd have pissed myself at that point I reckon at least then they wouldn't smell me <laughs> exactly and that's what annoys me about that plot point coming up because you can do so much to make yourself smell hey if a witch can't smell me if I smell like human shit rather than dog shit fine I will shit myself Where's that shit-covered boy gone? Oh, wait, no, he's over there. He's shitting himself. I can't smell him anymore. (laughs) It's also important to note here that Grandma has fallen asleep. I I forgot to mention that whilst they were having tea in the dining room, it tasted a bit funny to her. And she thought, oh, it's probably a sugar in it. And I'm not supposed to... I've not had sugar in a while because of my diabetes. That's probably why it tastes strange. But it's Mm. more likely, even though it's not outright said, that the witches... Uh, drugged her because they'd spotted Luke earlier on. Yeah. Oh, I never picked up on that, but that that makes sense. So she went into was it hyperglycemia or something? Whatever. Well, either that or it was like a potion. I don't know if they yeah. knew she had diabetes, <laughs> but they could have. Who knows? There are many it's levels really to much, this film. It's not really much of a potion. Just adding sugar, is it? But if it works, it works. <laughs> but it's something I used to do as a kid, like where you mix a bunch yeah. of shit in the kitchen and <laughs> yeah. see what came out. That's a level one spell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> energy potion (laughs) (laughs) so she falls asleep in her room so she's definitely not coming to help and as the witches all come to the room then so does Eva and all the witches they burst out in applause for this lady they fucking love her Mm. she's well she's the grand high witch if we haven't said that yet in disguise as this like influencer of the time Uh, she then gives a signal after the door is locked for everyone to start removing their wigs because all witches are bald. They have like these horrible scabby heads and they also have, like Johnny said earlier, these long like talon-like hands and scaly arms oh, and also square feet for some reason. But that also never comes back into play. It's just, again, a bit of flavour for you. This bit, it reminded me of why it scared the shit out of me as a kid to the point that I wouldn't watch it. I remember watching it, well, I must have watched it a couple of times because I remembered it fairly well. But... It is truly scary when they're taking... And especially her, when she's, like, peeling off her face and then this, like, big, scary witch nose comes out and she's all boiled. It's very Jim Henson, which I, I didn't realise was him. 
until the the credits at the beginning and i was like i don't really know what he would be doing but he does this and i'm guessing the mice later the mice but yeah it well, that's was, why it all still holds up so well it was so good like the costumes and it were fantastic it was amazing i have always been and always will be terrified by the grand high witch maskless yes uh, th- there's nothing else that really looks like her uh, apart from maybe the Hargravens from Skyrim. Sorry, everyone. I'm a fucking nerd. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's terrifying and grotesque and genuinely goosebumps, baby. Ten bumps out of yeah. ten bumps. <laughs> <laughs> she is also not happy. She's angry no. that all the witches are not killing enough kids in England. One a week is not enough. I don't know if she means one total a week or one each a week. One is much larger a number than the other, but let's <laughs> not get hooked into that because she has a much bigger plan. She does. She wants all the children in England gone. Every mm. single one of them, which will be a problem for England in a few years, I imagine. But <laughs> she's not worried about that. Specifically, her orders are... Every child in England will be rubbed out, destroyed, every single child eliminated. Which, as a child watching this, pretty scary. Yeah, you were in England, mate. I was in Wales, so I felt okay. Oh, yeah. For a young boy with, let's say, uh, a fairly overactive imagination. <laughs> Didn't sit very Winking well Winking at you, at joggy. Yeah. yeah, joggy, my guy. <laughs> yeah didn't sit well with me very well at all well 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 it didn't sit well with one of the witches in the room either because she's like how are we going to do that but in a much less snarky voice she says that a bit under her voice but the grand high witch she is and just eviscerates her she uses her laser beam eyes to uh, mm. d- disintegrate her uh, and Sort of makes you wonder if the other witches can do this. Uh, and if they can, they don't need this whole plan. They can just start walking around vaporising people. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Because this whole bit where they're talking... The, the plan is is that they're going to they're gonna buy... A lo- each witch is going to buy a sweet shop. And then um, the, one of them says that we should poison them. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. Then everyone will know it's ours. We're going to use this special potion that has a two-hour delay... And this delay, then, <laughs> I don't think two hours is enough, personally. Uh, if no. it's going to turn that child into a fucking mouse, <laughs> it's going to grow ears, a tail, fur, and then shrink down to the size of a little mouse. If you're still with, if, if the child's still with the parents, for instance, they're going to see this child turn into a mouse, and then it's not going to take too long to connect the dots, is it? No, not until one parent talks to another parent and is like, well, where have we been in the last two hours? Oh, that candy, the only candy shop in this village we live in. Yeah. yeah. I reckon and it was there. <laughs> and then they'll go in there, they'll, they'll arrest the fucking witch, they'll take her horrible fucking shoes off, see that she's got no toes, take her gloves off, see that she's got fucking talons, she's bald, and they'll be like, hang on, witches are real, let's form a posse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got a whole town of Kevin McAllisters coming together, baby. That's a good movie. Burn him. Burn him. I also want to touch on this plan because it's also insane. I So the Grand High Witch, Eva, says she has brought money, enough money for the lowball in here, 200 people in this room. It is yeah. a large room filled with people, witches. And 
she's going to give them all enough money to buy a candy shop. And not just that, she's going to give them enough to pay three or four times the worth of the candy shops so there's no sort of kickback from the owners. You know, it's mm. just too much money to say no to. And I thought I'd do some quick calculations. So oh, I was got... just about to do that on the fly then, but I'm glad you have. <laughs> got about 200 witches in the room. And let's say, low end, you can purchase a person's candy shop in the 90s for about 50,000. This is like yeah. small, we're not talking big chains here. We didn't really have them then. These are small, independently owned candy shops. And all you're really buying is the the store, not probably not even the the building, because mm. that's that's being leased likely. Two hundred times fifty thousand each, yeah, and that's yeah. not even three four times the amount. That's just if they were going to accept direct payment. That's ten million alone, <laughs> low end. This woman has ten million in the nineteen nineties, and all she's all she does as she says is go around the world and talk to other witches no idea how she makes money she is old to be fair it is like made quite clear that she is the oldest the most powerful witch so maybe she's been invested in shit like since the dawn of time and the first money put away and in the book it she is like a countess of norway which is why she has like that old money mm. but again 10 million to just these people in England. She's going to Wales. She's going to Scotland on top of that. She's going to Ireland. That's just the UK alone. She's going to hand out 10 million to each of those. I just don't know where she's getting the capital. And that led me to a more interesting thought of like the remake of The Witches, which came out in 2021, 2020, something like that. I don't know. I forgot they did that, you know. Yeah. Where, what was her name? Something Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway yeah. uh, played the <laughs> High Witch. And I just like to imagine that to make her money, to pay all these witches every year, she was doing like crypto and, and <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> and she couldn't do it anymore when they all fucking bombed. <laughs> Floss and I were talking recently about how if, if you did li- live forever, there is no outcome that you just wouldn't be rich. If you think eventually you buy a house, and then eventually you can buy another house. You're just accruing more and more and more wealth, unless you just keep fucking spending it all. But at some point, over a long enough timeline, everyone becomes rich. Yeah, and maybe in a few lifetimes I could do it. Not in the first, as I'm proving now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... Pretty difficult to do. <laughs> I'm going to die poorer than I started. <laughs> <laughs> Minus money, baby. <laughs> yeah. Next me will have to deal with that. <laughs> This is something done on podcasts quite a lot, but it is something I, I like, which is people who say if they were go if they were sent back in time, they had a time machine, they were sent back a mm. hundred years, they think like they do really well and they'd invent stuff. Yeah. I couldn't do shit. I live <laughs> in an age of technology and easy access to knowledge. And if I was sent back 200, 100, 300 years ago, I yeah. wouldn't make a difference. No, absolutely not. I don't well, I'm a fairly practical guy. I wouldn't have a fucking clue how to make anything. There's there's the example of like go back and make Google, isn't there? But how? How? Yeah. No one knows how to make Google because it hasn't been made yet. So <laughs> it's like the light bulb. I don't know how to make a fucking filament. Like <laughs> I know not the process, but I don't know how to fucking make it. To actually make it from scratch is very different. Uh touch button? Life goes on. (laughs) You work it out. (laughs) I'll give you the building blocks. 
So the Grand Witch reveals, the Grand High Witch reveals, that uh, to enact this plan, she has created Formula 86, which is what turns children into mice after this two-hour delay. And she also says she'd earlier on enticed Bruno, the little southern horrific boy from earlier on, to come to the, <laughs> the convention hall on the promise of six bars of chocolate. And, you know, of course he's going to show up, if not on time, early. And yeah. did you notice as as he's entering and the camera pans through the room that all the witches at the back of the hall are men in makeup? <laughs> They're all old men in makeup. I thought I saw a couple like dotted around, so I'm glad because I, I was looking for them again and I couldn't see it. But yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, no, I didn't see it in that shot. But yeah, I don't know if it was just a a short of access to women on set, or if it was like the witches are supposed to look uglier as they get older, so they thought yeah. using men in makeup would be a more accurate way of doing that. But yeah. it's never really like brought attention to it. It's so quick moving. It's like you're supposed not supposed to notice that they're men but you do <laughs> and <Yeah>. they are <laughs> yeah because yeah, I, I i remember seeing it and it was like a, a flash of a, a shot somewhere else i was like that was a man and then i looked back and i was like maybe it was just a really ugly woman i don't, I don't know yeah i have a couple of those yeah, yeah well now we've come to possibly the most horrific part of this movie because it's so visceral is Bruno's transformation into the mouse after they get the Formula 86 into him. And they show, for one, this is such kudos to Jim Henson's company's work, because they yeah. make like eight models to show like the transformation of Bruno into it's, a mouse. Yeah, the first one is prosthetics impressive. and stuff, so that must be the art department. But then like these actual four models of half men, half mouse things eventually till he gets down to just mouse size it's yeah. brilliant and again i cannot believe this is a children's film <laughs> yeah it truly is harrowing it's it's fucking yeah it's scary it's like i said terrifying to a young boy with an overactive imagination <laughs> yeah i me I, and joggy were terrified <laughs> quivering in your cupboard <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how this passed any sort of was this before PG stuff? It can't have been. No, we had that system then. I just yeah, don't know yeah, how this made it out before. to audiences for children to see. It's crazy. I feel like there was a lower bar, and maybe because it was a book, they sort of gave it a bit more leeway because they're they're the target audience of the books. But, but I don't know. It's on the people who who not grade it, but rate it, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. I don't even know who does that in this country. No, it's probably the same board, isn't it? I wouldn't think so. I think we have... Diff- no, because we have a different system here to they do there. Oh, really? Yeah, they have... Like, they have, like, R and stuff, don't they? We don't have R. That's have true. 18. Yeah. And very, very few 18 movies get made here. That's true, actually. Very few do. Yeah, it's... well, cause there's no... Like, there's people who are younger who go to the cinema... Who did. No one goes to the cinema now. But it is people who were younger who went. Yeah, so you'd, yeah. You'd maybe see a PG-13 more often 15s are rare as well but most most things pg-13 you mm, that's fucking embarrassing isn't it i don't know if it's true here and i don't even know if it's true for film but i know it is for games but the reason that there is a rating system for that is because of the game mortal Kombat, which i probably said in the mortal Kombat episode from last year but I, <laughs> here we go again I, again didn't know that my brother bought me that 
for Christmas. He gave me his old Nintendo 64 with one game and it was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and I was probably about eight. <laughs> and I well, don't... <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, I got them early too. I, I didn't get... So the one you would have gotten would have been somewhere between one and the four, I reckon, yeah. if it was on a yeah. Nintendo. But I, I got started off with the 3D ones. I don't know why my mum bought them for me. There were 18 games. <laughs> but no, I still love them. The new one comes out in September. I can't wait. Yeah, the trailer looked sick. Mint, yeah. Anyway, we keep di- diverging from the, the plot. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Before the, the meeting ends, uh, one of the witches smells dog droppings in the rooms. And as we all know, that means there's another bloody kid in here. So they mm. all start sniffing around the room instead of you know, using their eyes. <laughs> They're literally all on the floor sniffing like dogs for animal traps. <laughs> Rather than looking in the only corner where someone could possibly be hiding. Because yeah. there's like this... I'm not sure what... It's like what you'd get dressed behind in the 1800s. Yeah. One of those like modesty... <laughs> I can't remember. Blinds. They've got a name. It's like a like a wooden blind, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In, like, in like Pirates of the Caribbean, someone's yeah. getting changed. Right? You throw your dress <laughs> over the top so they know you're all naked yeah. and sexy. Yeah, one of those. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. That's what I was thinking about too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Luke manages to get away. He just fucking pegs it. To be fair, oh, props to this man. fucking kid here because he gets the fuck out of this room. He picks he... up a chair... <laughs> fucking cracks the window open. He's out on the downs before anybody knows what's happening. This boy is sprinting down the coast. <laughs> An excellent, excellent juxtaposition to like normal horror movies where they're yeah. tripping and running and everything. This is brilliant. He needs to play rugby or something because he's fucking evading every single tackle from two hundred witches. Yeah, he's yeah. Like handing them off to the face. He's fucking serious, <laughs> seriously good. But <laughs> so good. This is a bit where the he's running away and the uh, high priest, high witch, sorry, um, pushes the pram down the fucking hill, right? Yes, and an important modifier here is that it's in broad daylight. Yeah, next with the mother to the nearby. Mother. Yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is awful. But I've when I was first sort of started seeing Florence, we were walking in Tumbridge and there's this big hill, and uh, we were just walking down the road to get some food or something, and. Um, and a pram ran, like, rolled out towards the road. And just, like, I didn't even have to, like, quicken my pace or anything. I just walked, put my hand on the pram, pushed it back up to the people who, whose baby it was. I was like, I think you lost this. And they, <laughs> and Florence was like, that was fucking good. Fair play. That was fucking smooth. I, that's, moments like that happen very, very rarely. But for me, just to stop a baby that was going to probably die... Give it back. To- Weirdly, the parents would look to me like I was a fucking weirdo. That's what I was going to ask. Because that is so quintessentially British. You yeah. were a hero in that situation. <laughs> yeah, Not only did you look cool as fuck, you actually just saved a baby. Which is something Literally. some people can only dream of, even being yeah. the, the opportunity to do. And I bet <laughs> they just looked moment. at you like, you just came over to touch the pram. That's what That's the look exactly they would have given what it was. You. Yeah. Fucking... And I, I was like, yeah, don't don't need to say thank you, mate. Don't worry about it. Fucking dicks. Yeah. You should just let go of it. What is, <laughs> let it roll back you know down what? The hill. Fuck this. Fuck Run, you then. <laughs> chuck it down the hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably one of the coolest moments of my life. 
That is cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thank God we did this movie or I'd have never have heard that. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't come up very often. (laughs) 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 Well, the the reason she did this was twofold. One, she saw a baby and couldn't resist pushing it down the hill. And two, she, she thought that if Luke saw a baby rolling down the hill he'd have nothing no he'd have to do a johnny he'd have to run out Mm. and and stop it which he does that's how they almost get him but luke being the wily little bastard he is he gets away again and he circles around the hotel and gets back up to his room but unfortunately Mm. uh old eva the grand high witch has beat him there Uh, this is where the grand high witch calls grandma her old adversary and is like i'll deal with her later I'm dealing with you right now. And they they drag him down to the conference hall. A, a kicking and screaming boy through a, again, very busy hotel in peak season, rather than just doing it in the room. But they have to make a spectacle out of it. They bring him down back to the conference hall. They bolt him down onto a table and they drop five drops, which is over 100 times the dose needed to turn someone into a mouse in two hours uh immediately which yeah. is insane because how is five drops 100 percent of the dosage yeah. <laughs> wait 100 times the dosage so not 100 percent, 100 times how yeah. do you get less than a drop out of a dropper bottle well th- this implies that maybe he turns into some kind of super mouse or, <laughs> or... <laughs> well he can this talk is his origin story a <laughs> 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 mouse boy <laughs> Yeah, my fucking little sick brain when they put him on the table and hold him down, I was like, they're off to fucking sacrifice him. <laughs> See, again, that. they could have just done that. There's yeah. no, they already know this formula works. They need this boy dead, so kill him. That's my note here. So if the aim was to kill him, just reduce him to smouldering ashes like the last witch. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I forgot she can vaporize people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, he just turned into a mouse and then like she orders everyone in the room to stamp on him because he's so small and wily, he he gets away. But rather than checking if she's dead, she's just like, okay, leave him. He's not worth our time. Uh, it makes you wonder whether or not she knows if the mice can talk because she's definitely tested this before because she was yeah. confident it would work in front of everybody. Surely those mice would have talked to her. Like, Please turn me back, witch. <laughs> so she's me. letting this boy escape and go back to his grandma who she knows is an adversary i don't i'm getting into a hole here but she could have been much more efficient in this vaporize the boy (laughs) vaporize the boy or when he turns into a mouse pick him up yeah (laughs) don't just try and stomp on him you know (laughs) pick him up put him in a bag i don't know it's not that hard (laughs) but it's a mouse it's not a fucking rottweiler you know what i mean (laughs) well as we said, Luke's transformed into a mouse. He goes under the stage to get away from them, and he meets up with Bruno, who's also a mouse, but doesn't actually quite know it yet. He's, like, eating some cheese or something <laughs> under the stage, and Luke has to convince him over, like, three minutes that he's a mouse, and then he finally realises. He's been so busy eating, this boy didn't realise he was a mouse. This is the best turn of events for Bruno, because yeah. now all food is giant food for him. And I have this fancy. It's what's what's that film? Was it downsizing? Was it Matt Damon? Where they all get shrunk down because of the Earth's overpopulated? 
I've never seen it, but that sounds like a movie. It's that I feel like it's, it's within like the last probably I'm going to say five years, but it's probably more than that. But yeah, they've got like uh, a bottle of absolute vodka with a little tap in the end, and it's like a huge amount of vodka. It's like a, a boatload of vodka. It's that's all I could think of. I would love that. I would design my own little house with a 3D printer. I could have the house that I've always dreamed of. But as we've discovered, no light bulbs and no yeah. Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no tiny Google, no tiny light bulbs. <laughs> oh, God. It's, when they discover that they can talk, Luke says that it's... I was like, oh, that's weird. Granted, yeah, it is pretty weird that as a mouse you can talk, but I would say what's weirder is that you were turned from a human boy into a into mouse. Into a mouse, yeah, yeah. he's pretty okay <laughs> yeah. with that. I skipped this at the beginning. Luke is pretty okay with any sort of <laughs> harrowing event happening to him. He was kind of nonplussed about his parents dying. His grandma was, like, crying on the sofa. Luke just comes down the stairs like he's just done with his Lego and, like, is looking for dinner. And then his grandma's like, come over here. And he's like, oh, I, get, I guess I'll go over there. And he just... Lays his head on a not an ounce of emotion in the boy. Also, the boy who plays Luke is not the boy I remember playing Luke. I have no, no recognition for recognition for this boy in the slightest. No, not at all. I'll tell you what he does have though: big old fucking nineties teeth. He fucking does, doesn't he? This is a giant nineties teeth. A classic example. Yeah. What I happened? It to was... him? Kids don't have massive teeth now. No, no. I did. You ever watch? What's that film? The 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 little vampire, or something. He, yes, I thought so it that's was the that boy. boy. I thought it was. Yes, that's the boy from Stuart Little as well. Yes, I thought it was yes. him. Uh, but it's not. It's no. some other boy. Yeah, who did nothing else? I'm guessing because well, unless he turned into a different person, <laughs> or he turned into a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Only mouse roles from now on. <laughs> Stuart Little was a good one for him. <laughs> voiced over by Matthew Broderick. <laughs> he did all the motion capture for Ratatouille. Oh. Oh, I love that kids from the nineties have has ma- kids from the nineties have massive teeth, has such legs. That is from the second episode of this podcast, and it comes up so often. Because the second one we did was Stuart Little. Oh, no, yeah. it's not. No, no, it wasn't Stuart Little. It was Casper, I think, mm. was the first one we talked about. it. And then Jumanji was where it became... Oh, it, yeah. Maybe it was just Jumanji. I don't know. But very early on. Those were all released at the same time, anyway. Anyway, these bloody fucking little divergences were going on. Divergences? Oh, <laughs> I'm losing it. Back into the plot. <laughs> Luke and Bruno now make their way back through the hotel to Grandma's room because they think she's the only one who can help. Well, Luke thinks she's the only one who can help. Bruno's looking for food. Uh, they mm. avoid Bruno's parents on the way because they're like, they'll squish us if they see us. Uh, and at the time, you, you wouldn't know if they would. But later on, we find out they definitely would have. Bruno's mum hates mice. They also see Mr. Stringer, Rowan Atkinson, along the way. This is not a scene I remember from this movie. He's coming out of a room that he's just been in with a maid who definitely has sex here. So yeah. they've clearly just shagged. Sorry, I've, I've still got Austin Powers on my baby. mind. Uh, yeah, groovy baby. Uh, <laughs> never noticed this scene before. And also wildly inappropriate for this movie. Yeah. Already horrifying for children. What's the need for this sexually charged thing? Absolutely in no way adds no. to the plot. It's just like and a little thing. It would have gone over my head as a boy. 
Absolutely. Completely. It would have just been a man leaving a, a room for some unknown unknown reason. <sighs> unknown. Un- I love it. <laughs> that episode's going to be so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, just no idea why it's here. There's a whole, like, sub, 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 subplot. It's like an E-plot in this movie that keeps coming up between Rowan Atkinson and this maid. They just have these little cutaway scenes where they're developing this relationship, having sex, uh, and then, like, later on she has a bit of mouse hair on her from where she uses the formula yeah. as perfume. And then they're gone from the movie. And you, you wonder why they were in it. Yeah, we don't see what happens to her either. Uh, no, you assume she becomes a mouse. Because yeah, yeah. she had 300 times the dose. Yeah. Unlucky. <laughs> so Luke and Bruno manage to sneak into the grandma's room, uh, getting past them all. They do cause a lot of commotion because one of the maids is a witch. Um, but luckily, they, they don't, she doesn't see them. And Grandma now learns that Luke and Bruno are mice. Mm. Everyone resigns themselves to it fairly quickly. Luke does obviously doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care about anything. Bruno <laughs> just wants to eat the whole time. And the yeah. grandmother's concerned for about 10 seconds. And then just completely is just like, all right, well, this is what's happened then. I guess uh, well, that's witches guess you're a you. mouse then. <laughs> I did tell him about witches, to be fair. Yeah. This is on you, little boy. <laughs> They get straight into action, though, to be fair. And this is something I was going to save for the end, but I think is worth saying now. Because this movie has fantastic pacing. There is not a moment where you're waiting for the next plot point to arrive. It moves from one to one perfectly. It's not too quick. It's not too slow. It just gets to the fucking point. Also, it is a dreamy hour and 27 minutes. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Like, one thing happens and that makes something else happen and that makes something else yes. happen and that's how it just develops the story as it moves along but how then, i imagine you're supposed yeah. to write a movie <laughs> yeah. and yet this is the outlier in the now 62 episodes we've done <laughs> yeah yeah which is <laughs> astonishing because <laughs> it is yeah like you said there's no there's no scenes apart from like that weird thing with mr bean sure not mr yeah. bean Rowan atkinson um but that's only flashes. It's not. It's not really anything at all, apart from just something to sort of be like, "What the fuck's that about?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. It still drew my attention, but they didn't dwell on it. Like no. that doesn't become a larger plot in any way, yeah. and I'm glad of that. But it was enough to make me go, well, "That was weird," and then we just got <laughs> back into it. Wink. That's for the parents. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's going plenty on, in this for the parents. <laughs> we didn't <Yeah>. need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so now we're straight into getting into Grandma's plan, which is to get back at the witches. Well, it's Luke's plan. Grandma's kind of tentative to go along with it at first, but Luke's adamant, so they, they do it. She lowers him down in a knitted sock, which is still a- attached to the yarn. She lowers him down yeah. into the balcony below, which just so luckily happens to be the Grand High Witch's room. <laughs> uh, he has a little bit of a, a dodge battle with a cat. Uh, well, I say that, the trick... The cat tries to kill him immediately. Mm. Obviously, he's a mouse. And then the grandma, like, uses the the sock to distract the cat. Mm. And the only thing I find unbelievable about this movie is you can't do that. If a cat, as an owner of three cats and a crazy (laughs) cat person myself, 
if they see something they want to kill, they they don't fucking care about you or what you're putting in front of them anymore. They're just gonna kill that thing. Oh yeah, they're in hunt mode. They're yeah. definitely they're gonna get it. But the uh, this is the bit which the mice because there's obviously puppetry involved from Jim Henson's side, but they also use actual mice. Yes, in shots. yeah, yeah, yeah. How the fuck they do this to get them, whether they just put it in the room and then they put it together after to make it look like it was going towards something. But it's climbing up things to get to something that they want and it's, how are they training these mice? Can you train mice that well? I know that they do it in labs and stuff, but like... Me. Uh, well, I think in Hollywood, they, they, they can train quite a lot of st- stuff for film because you, obviously you get your cats, your dogs, your mice in this case... But then there are like fly wranglers and stuff as well. Obviously, yeah. you can't train a fly, but you can condition them yeah, to yeah. like be Act attracted certain to way. certain things and stuff. Yeah. So I guess it's just like about food placement and pattern recognition and things like that. Because it was seriously impressive. There's it was a bit fantastic. In, in this bit where they steal one of the, the vials, and I don't know whether it might be a prosthetic tail or something, but it's pulling the vial along. And this is actually happening because it's a real mouse doing it. So whether it's a, it must be a fake tail thinking about it or whether they like glue the tail to the vial or something. I don't know. But it's... Wouldn't put it past a 90s movie uh, to glue mm. a rat, uh, mouse's tail to a bottle. But yeah. let's hope it was a uh, a prosthetic. Probably yeah. a mouse without a tail. Hopefully it lost on its own, not removed <laughs> uh, prior to filming. It's a gummy one. It's... <laughs> It's yeah, just the, all of it, the whole way through. It's really impressive. It's so good. Everything about this movie is good. I'm I'm so glad we did it. It's so yeah, nice to fully enjoy a movie. I'm <laughs> yeah. letting the cat out of the bag early here because yeah. we got a while to go till we get to the. Do we think we Let, were? It was good doings, but let the mouse out the sock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you were just saying, Luke uh, immediately spots where the Formula 86 has been hidden in the room, which is impressive because it was hidden in books, but he happens to be scuttling <laughs> along the shelf. He knocks them off. It opens. He sees it. He grabs the first bottle. Uh, he also manages to spot all the cash in the room that Eva, the, the Grand High Witch, uh, has brought with her. That's noted for later for him. And just as she comes into the room, there's another bit of a commotion. He manages to escape and go through the carpet and everything and up the stairs, like you said, with the the bottle it all looks so good well yeah luke has made it back to the room he's got the bottle to grandma and they've got the next step of their plan um figured out but first luke is pretty adamant that they have to explain to (laughs) mr and mrs jenkins uh bruno's parents that (laughs) bruno is a mouse and this is sort of a scheme we could skip over because it's not important to the plot at all but the way grandma tries to explain to Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins, is fucking insane. She <laughs> thinks she is being reasonable, but she's... There's a lot of ways you could try try tell someone that their son is a mouse, but she yeah. just chose the most confusing way possible, which is to sort of beat around the bush before just showing her bag full of mice, which obviously <laughs> they freak out about. They're like, wait, we're about to have dinner. You brought mice to our table. She just tried to get Bruno to speak. His mouth is full of cheese or some shit. I don't know. It doesn't happen right now. (laughs) And then she has the fucking goal to finish that off, to top that off by saying she did her best. No, you fucking didn't, (laughs) Grandma. You did the worst. (laughs) What she says is, 
your son has must uh, uh your son has suffered a mishap he's yes! been drastically altered that sounds like he's fallen over and maybe he's a bit upset about it not that he's been turned it's the undersell of the fucking century is what it yeah. is <laughs> and she just allows the conversation to go on like they think he's done something wrong like he's broken something of hers like her glasses or a window yeah and she never just says which is turn him into mouse grab him speak Mm. That would make, or maybe even speak to Bruno before and be like, "Look, you're gonna have to speak to your parents." Yeah, that would have been a make, good fucking plan, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> not, not, not just sit there like some kind of fucking mute. You're already trying to fucking convince them of the impossible. At least fucking help her out a minute. Oh, uh, Bruno can't help it. He's not all there, but he's hungry. <laughs> he's always fucking hungry. He needs to go to see a doctor. He's got worms or something. Well, this is another not important scene, but it's important to the end of the movie. So all the witches are coming into the dining hall for dinner and Eva tells one of the witches, which is her assistant, that she's not welcome to sit in the dinner with them. She has to go to a room packed for the flight. We don't really know why. It's just kind of like a boss being mean to her assistant because she thinks she's better than her. Yeah. Uh, but that'll become important later. And I definitely will mention that again. But I definitely have forgotten the thing I put a pin in earlier. So sorry about that. <laughs> we'll get into it in a bit. Oh, good. You remember. So now the, pl- <laughs> the plan is in full motion. <laughs> Grandma takes Luke into the kitchen, drops him in a bag of potatoes because they're going to spike the witch's meals. Now, I was concerned at this point because I was like, this kitchen is feeding everyone in the hotel. You're about yeah. to commit mass, I guess not murder, but uh, my uh, sir? Uh, I yeah. don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but luckily, one of, the, <laughs> <laughs> one of the chefs says, uh, there's the soup for the like convention party. So now we know what the target is. Luke yeah. scurries along one of the shelves and manages to drop the bottle into there. There is a witch cooking this soup. But she doesn't see it. She has a bit of a taste. She turns into a mouse later, but not right now. Don't worry. <laughs> but this is where... Oh, actually, before we get to that, there's a funny scene. Nothing to do with the movie. But somebody complains uh, about their meal and a waiter brings it back. It, it was veal. And yeah. the chef was like, I will deal with this personally. And just takes one out of the bin, blows off the, the rubbish around it and puts it back on the plate. And you so like to think that doesn't happen in kitchens, but I have oh. firsthand seen it. Mm. Yeah. Not as bad as that, but I've definitely seen them like spit on food before and send it back out. That's that's worse than that. It's disgusting. Yeah. I've eaten Fucking out of the animals. Bin. You know what's worse than that? Cress soup, which is what the fucking witches are eating. Cress yes. soup. And fucking what? cress. Bruno's dad desperately wants. Yeah, Crest, the most tasteless thing you can yeah. eat. <laughs> I would like some water, please. <laughs> can I just have some warm water, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want veal. I want warm water. Oh, that, that brings something back. Uh, I didn't eat warm water, but when I was a kid, we'd go to my nan's house for like a roast dinner. And for dessert, they'd all have like cake or flan or something. But I would always just have a bowl of custard. Mate, I'm, I'm with you on that. I love custard. custard. Yes! Oh, I felt so persecuted for that. They all thought <laughs> it was so weird. 
They always just like whisper about me. Uh, he's going to be a strange kid. <laughs> I can never think about custard the same after you said that after that Ricky Gervais thing where he says that platypus can make their own custard because they lay eggs and produce milk. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Oh, it's, that's the dream. It's, yeah, is it? it's disgusting when you think about it like that, but it's... Well, I don't mind that. I like the idea of platypus in the wild just eating custard. <laughs> I've always... Now, this is going to sound sexual, but I, I assure you it is in no way sexual always wanted to drink milk straight from a cow and i don't mean out of the teat that is too far mm. for me i mean unpasteurized milk straight yeah. from the cow into a, a pail maybe and then yeah. into my gullet yeah I, I i get that it's you get quite ill from it don't you you've got to have like a, a jab i think harry um who's been on the pod he grew up on a dairy farm he as did. we all know he said that he had boy. to have like an injection to make sure that he could uh drink unpasteurized milk oh really yeah, I think so. I think yeah, I think there's bacteria or something in it that can make you poorly. But I don't know. Correct me on that. Actually, don't because I don't care. But it's... yeah, and that's okay. I'll probably never do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Not a big farm boy, me. <laughs> I don't really know why I brought it up, Johnny. No. Let's move but on. We're here now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke gets spotted in the kitchen by one of the chefs, and they go ballistic. Everybody stops cooking the meal they were cooking and just try to kill this mouse. They've all got a knife, they're all chopping wildly, which seems counterintuitive for a kitchen because you'll just get blood everywhere. Yeah, the clean-up operation alone. Also, the little pervert goes straight into the head chef's pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? Of all the places, he just wanted to fucking... Well, it stopped the chopping, to be fair. Like, yeah, that's true. They weren't going to chop at the head chef. Um, <laughs> he freaks out completely. Chops his cock off with a cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he uses that as his escape. They all like try to get the mouse out of him. They take his pants off, and whilst they're doing that, Luke makes a run for it and gets back out to Grandma, who's in the dining room. Uh, oh, yeah, he tells Grandma that the formula is in the the soup that's been served to all the witches but granny yeah. just so happens to spot that bruno's dad has also outrageously requested the same soup that all the 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 convention are having because he's kind of obsessed with the status of their party so she just runs over to him and <laughs> just tips the fucking bowl of soup onto the table which i i liked it because it got to the point there wasn't like yeah. this convoluted plan for how she was no. going to like talk to him and try to get him not to eat the soup she just fucking tips it I love like it. a fucking baller i yes. love this woman she flat out just doesn't give a shit and to be fair it makes him believe what she's saying after that just picks it up slops it on the table is like listen dickhead your son's a mouse <laughs> your son's a mouse i've been trying to tell you well were you <laughs> he's drastically altered <laughs> suffered oh. a mishap oh and as this is going on all the witches start twitching and jerking and smoking all the less powerful ones are starting to become mice nothing's really happening to the grand high witch yet she's confused you'd think she'd know what's going on <laughs> but uh she spots grandma whose name i cannot remember helga uh and she starts coming towards her she's like you did this i've had enough of you i'm gonna deal with you but she doesn't she also turns into a mouse <laughs> also if the bruno thing wasn't the most horrific thing in this movie oh. this is the mouse yeah. uh model puppet uh, 
I don't know if it's I don't know what it is. It is vulgar and it's yeah. amazing. It's so good. It's they use this. It looks it's obvious what it is. It's um the reverse thing of the green smoke, but where they basically play um green smoke coming from the pile of clothes don't they but in reverse it all sort of like sucks back into where they came from yes and it's 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 obvious what they've done but it's such a clever trick that i I really didn't mind it it looked really good i loved it yeah you look really clever all the i think that's the saving grace of this as well is the special effects oh is it no whatever the one that's cgi is very minimal in this movie. Yeah. They do not push the boat out at all. Everything is practical effects. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, you've got Jim Henson involved. You're going to make the most out of that. It's fantastic. The only thing that looked, I guess, kind of jank was the vaporization. That's because such an early iterization of CGI is yeah. never going to look good. But you can forgive um, You can see why they didn't do it more, though. Yeah. I mean, when was uh jurassic park that was what was big leaps but that was 94 um, well that was just 93 because it's the 30 year anniversary this year yes so that that was when it all came on in leaps and bounds wasn't it with all cgi and things like that even though a lot, quite of, that a lot was of that was animatronics as yeah. well yeah animatronics um we did have cgi because we had the first cgi owl in labyrinth and that was the 80s um apparently so apparently yeah. so <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it, 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 we got a few years till it starts getting used more. But yeah, fun, mm. great, great use of what they had at the time in this. Yeah, definitely. It, and we've said it before, but it, it ages it so much better than if it was a film. Even 10 years later than that, I guarantee they don't look as good as this one. Oh, yeah, sure. Early 2000s movies look absolutely yeah, like shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all the, the witches have turned into mice. The first response of the staff in the hotel is to burst into the room and just start murdering these mice in front of all the customers. So the place obviously gets shut down. <laughs> uh, but Luke and Granny, they don't give a shit. They've done what they wanted to do. They give Bruno back to his parents. They go up to the room, they pack. Luke does drop off a note to the witch that left the dinner service earlier on, the one that the, the Grand High Witch told to leave, the assistant. Uh, yeah. We don't know what that says yet, but then they just they go home. They they pack up and they oh no they don't move yet so they're back in England now yeah well, they've always been in England they're back at home now and a trunk arrives at the door some delivery <laughs> men drop it off uh, and inside is all the money from the Grand High Witch's room and what else oh and the book the Grand High Witch's like little journal like which contains journal, yeah. every name of every witch in America which was her next stop in the tour of this convention tour to to give out these formulas to the witches. And yeah. Granny's and Luke's plan is to go to America and murder all these witches. <laughs> big, big ask, if I'm honest. Yeah. They got lucky that they had the potion. Otherwise, what the fuck are they going to do? It's lucky they all ordered the same yeah. soup. <laughs> yeah. The 200 people all were dying for cress soup that night. These are, these are beings that can put people inside paintings. I wouldn't be fucking with them. Um, and also, they'd hear that the Grand High Witch is dead. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, of course. Oh, unless the assistant helps them out later on and like tells everyone that the convention's still going on because we're mm. about to find out she does switch sides. Yeah. Maybe there was some kind of like power struggle. Like She left a massive power vacuum and there was a big witch civil war after that and they kill each other off. 
that that's that's what they can hope for. Let's pray for witches too, baby. <laughs> but the <clears throat> um, when they get when at the house before the stuff arrives, there's really cool shots of she set up like um like Lego railways and like planes and stuff for him to get around the house. All these different tubes and shit. It's, there's a lot of thought that goes into this bit in in that like if if that were to happen in real life, how what's the best you could do with this situation? You give him like little cars to ride around in and all this other shit. I thought that was quite a nice touch. And this is all stuff that Luke had designed earlier because he'd had those mice and he was designing, uh, I think, a circus. It, circus, yeah. Yeah, so she was basing all that on his designs. Yeah. Which was a nice, a nice little playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of... Although we get real sad now, Johnny. Because <laughs> when talking about the plan about going to America, Luke wonders how long do mice live? It's not very long. No, it's not very long at all, is it? It's a few years, right? 18 months for a a house mouse. (laughs) They better get a wiggle on there, don't they? (laughs) There are some that can go like five to six years, but that's a specific species. It's not what he is. 18 months to get to America, kill all the witches, and you're dead. (laughs) A ticking clock. But he doesn't care again. He's not bothered. Like He says this, and it is a, a very heartfelt moment. But yeah. he's not taken back by it. In his mind, it's like, well, I've got this amount to- of time to get this job done. Yeah. But it's a, luckily. It's it's a weird thing for a young boy to say, to be so to be so yeah. open to the idea of death. <laughs> just to use his last months to, to, to fight evil on a scale that no one knows. It's, <laughs> it's pretty cool, He's really man. risen to the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Some have greatness thrust upon them, Evan. That's a... well, in these movies, usually the kid actor, well, not the actor, but the, the kid they're betraying is the worst part because adults yeah. don't really know how to write children. But they really nail it in this one because they don't make him a kid. They make him, he is a boy, but he's one who needs to act like an adult because yeah. of the situation he's in. It's really cool. Yeah. He doesn't need to be like that for long because luckily the assistant from earlier who'd actually sent this trunk over, that's what the note was about, has come to the house. She turns Luke back into a human with a snap of her fingers. She also teleports the rats, the mice, back inside the house that he'd (laughs) lost at the hotel. Uh, She's a good witch now. She's no longer disfigured. She's got normal hands. She's got all her hair. Uh... She's all smiley. She doesn't mind kids. She also seems to be far more powerful than the evil witches were because the Grand High Witch spent her entire career creating a (laughs) potion which could turn children into mice. And this bitch just snaps her fingers and that boy is fine. It begs the question, why are any of them bad witches? Yeah. (laughs) You have so much more time on your hands because you're not killing kids. Yeah. You just roll through, giving people money, turning them back into boys, giving them their glasses back. You're only good things there. Also, she doesn't have to wear a fucking wig, which they say uh, is really itchy. Itchy, you get, yeah, you get wig scratching itch. their horrible heads. It's fucking grim. Oh, that God, is so grim, yeah. It's such a visceral sort of thing where they're all like struggling to not itch their heads and they're like adjusting the wigs. It's, yeah, Head it's flicks, grim. man. Horrible. Blech. Well... That's the end of the movie. And mm. just a bit of trivia before we, we round this out. That's not the ending of the book. In the end of the book, Luke remains a mouse. Bruno remains a mouse. And 
Roldal likes to imagine that they continued their adventures for 18 months afterwards. <laughs> if they if they weren't on death's door, pretty much, I think I would have preferred that ending. If they would have had like the same lifespan as a normal human, but in a mouse's body, I quite like the idea of... Although I the grandmother's getting up there as well. One, She's going to yes, die soon. That's what I was going to say. That's Before I googled the mouse thing, I was like, well... He's just going to be a mouse on his own at some point because Grandma, she's not looking so good already. She's no. had a few incidents, hasn't she? She's got diabetes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she bumped, stopped drinking sugary teas and falling <laughs> and, asleep everywhere. And smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but luckily, yeah, they probably would have clocked at the same time if yeah. that were the original ending. Mm. Well, it was the original ending if it had been in this. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> End of that. the movie. And Johnny. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm sorry. You've got I'm going to ask myself me. the question first. <laughs> I've never bloody done oh, this. But right. I'm going to do it. Evan. Evan. Oh, do you want to do it? Go on, do it. Evan. So you think that was good, do you? I bloody well did, Johnny. I enjoyed that from top to fucking bottom. Nothing about it I can fault. Maybe apart from those scenes with Rowan Atkinson where he was doing that weird stuff from the maid, just because they weren't really needed. But at least they weren't long. Best film for the pod I have watched, maybe ever, mm. <laughs> in terms of enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah, I I love this. Lived up to everything from being a kid. There was no nostalgia affecting my view of this on this viewing. I loved it. I've got nothing more to say. Five fucking stars, ten bumps, 18 witches... <laughs> 86 formulas, everything. <laughs> Highest numbers possible. I'm going to echo what you. About you. Yeah, I'm going to echo you completely. It was, I loved it. It was, I think I was apprehensive because I had such strong emotions linked to it from when I was little and it did genuinely scare the shit out of me. But watching it in a different lens as a fully grown man, <laughs> it was, it was just perfect. This, like you said, the pacing of it was so brilliant. All acting wise, even the boy was a bit iffy here and there, but he was still pretty good for a child actor, especially in the 90s, where apparently it didn't really matter so much. <laughs> but acting wise, the grandmother especially was fucking brilliant. Um, Angelica uh, Huston, Huston, Houston, 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 yeah, was fucking brilliant as well. She was so Amazing. good. Yeah. Um, the puppets, I think it took a little bit. <sighs> of time to get used to them as mice but once i did i really liked that as well i think it was a bit jarring at first seeing them as an actual mouse and then seeing it as a puppet it was a bit of a disconnect but once you sort of get in the rhythm of it it was it was brilliant yeah it felt more stylized when yeah you, you got into it you eased in yeah yeah the the mouse training i touched on it earlier but that was super super impressive i fucking i want to know how they do that I like mice. Don't like rats, but I like mice. So mm. maybe I'll get some mice and make my own circus. <laughs> well, they don't but live yeah. very long, so not it, a big commitment. Yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, it was. It was spooky still. Even I reckon. Absolutely, yeah. But still light-hearted at the same time. It's just perfectly balanced the whole way through. But then it's rolled on. Let's say, go figure. I guess. But yeah, it was, it was just a good, fun, easy watch. I'm so happy right now. Good. <laughs> Evan. <laughs> what a time what a time to be alive it's only taken 62 episodes to feel like this 
<laughs> it's worth it, guys. There is gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Johnny. And thank you all for listening. Please leave us a five-star review. That's the only thing that could make me happier right now. <laughs> Follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at So You Think Pod. Check out our YouTube channel and uploading all the episodes there too. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.